0: everybody doing hope you're doing good <clears throat> happy thursday night um, the weekend is almost here for everybody the week kind of just starts for me right now i work pretty much wednesday through sunday but god bless everybody i'm glad that you're on good to see you we're live on youtube tonight live on periscope tonight live on facebook we finally have every all three together for a night so be praying that we don't get banned off of anything pray that we stay hidden just so everybody knows we're you know uh we're doing what Jonathan Shuttlesworth did with his YouTube, which is the sincerest form of flattery. Jonathan, if you ever see this, we're emulating you. So imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But um, as soon as we're done, our Facebook video will be deleted because what fa- we deleted all of our stuff off Facebook from the Tom Lively podcast. My sermons still on Facebook or from the church? My sermons are on there from the church, but uh, my podcast is not because they're going back. They're doing this to everybody. Um, lots of people, you know, if you're reading Twitter, are being banned off of YouTube constantly. They just banned uh, Donald Trump's CPAC speech, and they banned the speech, and then they banned the people who put the speech on. So what did I say? Oh, uh, yeah, the CPAC speech was removed. I said Facebook. It's supposed, supposed to be YouTube. Oh, and I said Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Right. my staff is fixing me here. We were all, all of our, all of our videos were deleted off of YouTube. The Tom Lipley podcast was deleted off of YouTube. We deleted them so that YouTube can't keep going back in time and finding a reason to ban me for six, seven, eight days, 10 days, whatever it is they may decide to ban me for. So as soon as we're done, you won't be able to find this video on YouTube. Hopefully you'll be able to find it on all of our other venues, So, um, you know, you have to go there because you have to do it because that's what, that's the game Facebook is playing until they start paying the price for playing games like that. We have to deal with it, um, until Gab, we can go live on Gab, hopefully at some point on Gab TV and live on rumble. When we do, um, you know, we'll either replace YouTube or not care about YouTube anymore. All right. Some quick hitters from the gateway pundit, Connecticut governor lifts all capacity limits. See, Texas is opening. Completely Mississippi is opening completely. You see now all of these governors, because they're capitulators and collaborators at heart, they start because they don't want to hear it from people. This is what it takes. You see, you have to call your Congressman. You have to make them feel the heat. That is, that is the political game. Everybody thinks that petitions are useless and calling your Congressman. No, they're not. This is what actually makes politicians move is the heat. So when you've got Mississippi completely opening up, Texas completely opening up, Florida, listen, I live in Florida, and everybody sings Florida's praises, and they should. DeSantis is either the best governor or top two governors in the country. He is. Love Ron DeSantis. Hope he's the governor for as long as he wants to be. Love him. Very much favored the church. Came out one day after Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was arrested and deemed church is essential. I love Ron DeSantis. But we're not open here completely, as CPAC found out, all right? And I don't know how legal those mask mandates were in Orlando or by the high. Private property, you can do whatever you want. The governor can't do anything. But but Orlando, they're not supposed to be one-upping the governor's uh, executive order. So anyway, so Connecticut governor lifts all capacity limits on restaurants, houses of worship. There you go, Connecticut. Your churches are back. Now, here's the thing. Many of you in Connecticut are going to need to start new churches. You cannot go back to a COVID collaborating church. Don't. If the pastor is never, listen, all public figures, pastors and politicians who blew up their churches, blew up their cities, blew up their towns, ruined people's employment, destroyed people's businesses. They need to all pastors and public figures all need to come out and publicly repent I know the non-spiritual people are not going to use that terminology. Listen, if they don't repent, I'm talking about pastors. If they do not repent, do not go back to their church because they're not following the Bible if they don't repent. They've been following lies for a year. Everyone talks like we'll be closed for nine, ten months. We have not been closed for nine or ten months. We are 13 days. No, we're less than that. We're ten days. From, three, from 15 days to flatten the curve to 300. 15 days from 365 days of 15 days to flatten the curve. All these capitulating, acquiescing pastors need to come out and publicly apologize. Publicly repent and say, I was wrong. Or do not go back. You're going to get preached covetology when you go back. You know, we closed. We are all good. We love thy neighbor. We are all good community partners and good neighbors. You're going to keep hearing it. It's going on right now, but it's all the li- all the capacity limits have been lifted off of restaurants, houses of worships and gyms, but that keeps the mask mandate in place. So if you're going to a church that requires mass wrong church, wrong pastor, I don't, don't give me, don't give me your reasons. Don't type them on the screen. I will not listen to your reasons. You, there is no reason to ever wear a mask. It doesn't do a thing. Average size of a COVID particle, microns to .14 microns, the best mask on planet Earth, and N95 starts at .3 microns. It cannot stop COVID. Not even an N95 does not stop COVID. So it's all lies. Biden's a liar. Fauci's a liar. Harris is a liar. The CDC's a liar. National Academy of Sciences are liars. You're like, Tom, that's strong. They're liars. They're filthy, rotten, Democratic Party collaborating liars. That's who they are. Please understand that. Here's a quick hitter from the Gateway Pundit. Two Patterson City, New Jersey, council Democrats indicted on what? Voter fraud uh, charges after using mail-in ballots to steal an election. Uh, Whoops! New Jersey, you might not be as blue as you think you are. And, And Trump doubled his raw vote total In the Bronx, New York, from 16 to 20, doubled it. New York, you're not as blue as you think you are. Pennsylvania, you're not as blue. This stuff is what has been going on for decades. As long as there's been an ability to steal them, they've been stealing them. All right, update, Gateway Pundit. Four months, speaking of stealing elections, four months after the 2020 election in Georgia, over 400,000 absentee ballots are missing. How's that make you feel? Good job. Uh, Donald Trump uh, lost Georgia by 12,000 votes, but they have 400,000 absentee ballots that are missing. Legally required chain of custody documentation is no is not being abided by, obviously since they're missing. Yet Biden was given the state by 12,000 votes with 400,000 votes just missing. Amazing. 12,000. 12,000 votes. Alabama governor extends mask mandate Alabama Who is this lady? I mean come on Who voted this lady in? What kind of Republican is this? You got Mississippi going free And listen Greg Abbott Has been no sterling man Of the Constitution in Texas He's he's got the heat on him That's why he's opening He was pretty totalitarian In his COVID response Don't give him credit Don't give him credit And he is still touting The company COVID line of uh, We can open safely We vaccinated all these people If you use the terminology That we can open safely You are somebody who believes That COVID is this plague It's not a plague It's got a 99.9% post-infection Survival rate For basically everybody Zero to 50 years old And after that It isn't much worse the only, the average age of COVID, the average COVID death age is 80. And yet here she is still keeping her man, mask mandate, but says it will end in April. That's what they always say. Just like Fauci, we should be back to normal by 2021. Oh, now, yes, we will be wearing masks Well, in all of 2021 and probably into 2022. Now, when I say we, ain't me, I, I haven't donned one yet. All right, YouTube deletes here. That's the story I was telling you earlier. YouTube deletes all copies of President Trump's CPAC speech. Why? And you see, here's the thing when it comes to this. And, And again, this is something that conservatives won't even talk about. When you go to sue YouTube, you do not sue them on the premise of you're a private company. You can do whatever you want. You can keep off whatever speech you want. You can let on whatever speech you want. No, no, no. Here's the thing, if you own, I used this on Thursday. If you own an apartment complex, can you stipulate who can move in and who can't? You can if it's like a crack dealer, but not by race, not by political belief, not if they're transgender, not if they're homosexual, not if they're heterosexual, not if they're white, not if they're black, not if they're Hispanic. You cannot do it, and that's private property. So the argument that YouTube and Facebook can do whatever they want because they're a private company is bogus. You cannot violate the 1st, 4th, and 14th Amendment and not allow free speech on your platform. Not to mention the platform versus publisher argument where they have legal exemptions because they're a platform and not a publisher. But now they're acting as a publisher. So they can be sued. Drop the crap of their private company and they can do whatever they want. They can't, nor can you can Walmart. They own the property that they're on. Say, you know, we're not letting white people in today. We're not letting Hispanic people in tomorrow and we're not letting black people in on Sunday. Can they do that? No, but it's private property, right? So they can't do it. So neither can they, it may be me that sues them. I've already pledged. You know what? I'll set aside a certain amount of money and sue their rear end. And I hope you hear that Facebook. And I hope you hear that uh, YouTube because I'm fed up with it. Absolutely. They are violating my free speech rights by banning me off. Listen, they're a platform. The only people that they're not protecting themselves. They're protecting their political narrative. Their political narrative gets destroyed by truth, which is what we speak here. The Tom Lipley podcast truth, biblical truth and just truth. There were every time you present the truth and it destroys a liberal's world narrative, their worldview, they respond with a temper tantrum. They respond with rage. That's how they are. All right. Maggie Vanderberg tweet. When Joe Biden says he's happy to take questions. Take a look at what happened.
1: Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy to take questions. If that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do.
0: She looks like the Joker. <laughs> so there he goes. I'll be happy to take questions. They cut the feed. Here it is from another angle. Do Live many or- more things we know we have to do.
1: So I want to thank you all. I really mean from the bottom. I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance. Whatever you want me to do.
0: Whatever you want me to do, Nance. Here's what she wants you to do, Joe. Right here. <laughs> there he is the, the most powerful man on the planet The man with his hand on the nuclear button Alright, breaking 9-11 Four Republican Senators And four, four, set, uh, four Democrat Senators Have signed onto a bill so far Democrats, Kane, Duckworth, Coons, Durbin Republicans, uh, Young, Lee, Grassley, and Paul have signed on to a bill that limits him in his ability to conduct warfare. It limits him in his war powers. That that comes from him going ahead and launching airstrikes in Syria with zero congressional approval whatsoever. And by the way, innocent people were struck by that. Innocent Syrians were hit by those airstrikes. But So they, they've launched a bill to limit his war powers. All right, Kirk uh, Schlichter tweet, Sports leftists are stupid and you shouldn't patronize them. That's really as simple as that. Greg Popovich, by the way, multi-multi-millionaire, living off of the teat of American capitalism, which he speaks out against, but I don't think he's giving up his limousine liberal ways, calls for Governor Gra- Greg Abbott's decision to end Texas mask mandate, calls it mystifying, ignorant, and ridiculous. Well, let's look at how the NBA truly feels. I got this video. This is from a Milwaukee Bucks game, and they have their own hand sanitizer cam. Hand sanitizer cam. This is what this, just so everybody, I want you to recognize this. I want you to get this. You need to understand who it is that's pushing COVID. I like, know it's a disease, it's a, it's a deadly disease. It's not, it's a political tool to control you. How can it be? A deadly disease, if you're zero to 19 years of age, and if you catch COVID, your survival rate is 99.997%. 20 to 50, if you catch COVID, your, post, your post-infection your post survival rate is 99.98. How is it that COVID is this deadly disease? And why are they putting well, 500,000 people die? No, they haven't. I don't have a lot of time to get into that. That came from death certificate manipulation, which I went over on Thursday. If I have time, I'll go over it again tonight. But everybody's afraid to talk about it. You know, All the conservatives, my favorite ones, all afraid to talk about that 500,000 people that have died of COVID. When cancer, heart disease, and the flu have all disappeared, pneumonia, everybody, everything's gone. Somehow, miraculous. Same death count, though. Somehow 500 extra thousand people have died of a manufactured virus that that started in the Wuhan laboratory. And somehow we end up with exactly the same death count in 2020 as we had in 2019. See, so you need to know who's pushing this narrative. It's always the leftists, and they're hoping that conservatives will buy in, and most have. Led by the Church of Jesus Christ. Sadly, sadly, sadly. This just shows you the NBA. Let's look at what. Let's look at what what kind of propaganda they push. Play for me. There you go. This is not not a Milwaukee Bucks game. Now you like that. Hand sanitizer cam. Who's pushing the narrative? The liberal NBA. Who's who's the NBA in cahoots with? Um, China. Refusing to speak out against their totalitarianism and trying to impose it on everybody else. There you go. I just want everybody to know. It's coming from one source. You're like, no. Other people, other people, yeah, other people buy in because they're afraid of Democrats. I'm not afraid of Democrats. I'm not afraid of them calling me a xenophobe. I'm not afraid of them calling me a zealot. I'm not afraid of them calling me a conspiracy theory uh, theorist. I'm not afraid of them calling me a racist. Are you? And if so, why? Why are you afraid of the opinion of somebody who wants to butcher the unborn and has absolutely no conscience and thinks that you know just? Butchering, pulling out a baby piece by buddy, piece out of their mother's womb is perfectly fine and virtuous. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden calls us Neanderthals. He himself, 60 million worldwide abortions per year. Those are the ones reported. New York does not have to report all of their abortions, nor does California, both of which are the abortion capitals of the United States of America. Number one cause of death in the black community is abortion. So he calls us Neanderthals. You can put that up, Aaron. There you go. Biden, on Texas and Mississippi's decisions to end mask mandates, the last thing we need is Neanderthal thinking. Awesome. Play it for me.
2: Message to Texas
1: and Mississippi. Texas and Mississippi. I think it's a big mistake. Look, I hope everybody's realized by now these masks make a difference. We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature. Of you can't even understand what this goober's saying because of, the best best of that. He frees
0: it right there. And if you can freeze fire. it right when his hand's on his face. All right, bring it back to me. And you can kind of flip back and forth there while I'm talking on this. This is the funniest the leave. It. See if you can keep it frozen with his hand on his face. What's so funny about this, and I want you to notice this, I'm not going to bring it up every video that I show tonight, whether it's Democrat or Republican, I want you to notice that every single one of them picks at their face constantly while they're wearing the mask, pulling it up, pulling it up. What's the worst thing you can do with a flu bug? The Kung flu or any other flu bug, what's the worst thing you can do is touch anywhere near your nasal passages, anywhere near them or your eyes, anywhere near them, and that's what they do. We we're advised from the onset of this mirage COVID response to not touch your face. And that's all that they do. It's just, it, it parallels with this. 76% of all COVID cases are caught in the home, so they lock you in there. They tell you never touch your face, never touch your face, never touch your face. And then they put a thing on you that causes you to perpetually touch your face. Isn't it funny how it works in everywhere where there's mass mandates, their spike is higher than everywhere where there is no mass mandate. There's always the same curve everywhere with all, with all COVID in every state, in every country, it has a curve it goes just like this. But some people with the highest mountain peaks, the ones with the highest mountain peaks are always those with mass mandates because you're picking out your face constantly that mask is not physically capable of stopping the coronavirus. A double mask, a triple mask, a quadruple mask, 100,000 masks, they can't stop it. Because a COVID particle is way smaller than any mask, 0.06 to 0.14 microns, N95, 0.3 microns can only block a particle starting at 0.3 microns, which is almost three times the size of a large COVID particle. So you had these politicians endlessly picking at their faces. And you wonder why there's been huge outbreaks of COVID in the House of Representatives and the Senate. I wonder why. Play it for me,
1: People's arms, we've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American, to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine, take off your mask, forget it. It still matters. I carry a card to me. I don't have it. I put it on my desk. <laughs> as of last, as of yesterday, we lost 511,874 Americans. We're
0: going to lose thousands more. You bring it back to me. Cur- so there he is. What they do is they endlessly going to push that 500,000. We are the only country. Listen to me now. The only country on the planet that counts COVID deaths the way that we do. Now this changed on February on, on January 20th. It changed, I'll tell you how. But we are the only only country on the planet that allows a doctor pres- to presume that it's covid and then count it as a covid death. Only country on the planet does that. What happened? Why there is such this is from the national file. The national file put out a peer reviewed study that we have overestimated our covid deaths by 1600 which, by the way, correlates directly with the CDC's own findings that said that all the COVID deaths, that only 6% of all the COVID deaths were actually caused by COVID only. 6%. At the time, it was like 250,000 deaths. Now they're saying there's 500,000. So 6% of 500,000 is between somewhere between thirty and 50,000 COVID deaths, which is a flu season, but the flu's disappeared. So a lot of those are flu deaths also. But what happened was, let me explain this stuff to you, and you need to you need to know it. I know I'm not showing you a video, and this may seem wonky and boring, but you better you need to know these things. But the peer reviewed study out of the national file said we've overestimated our COVID deaths by sixteen hundred percent, which correlates to the six percent. So it, it all trust me, it all correlates mathematically to the six percent. So out of five hundred thousand, we really have thirty to fifty thousand COVID deaths, the standard flu season. That's the fact. Listen to me. Ready? Here it comes. Facts. That's the facts. So what happened? How did we get there? How did we overestimate them by 1600%? Because our death certificates, which are national, they're all the same, put out by the CDC. The doctors have to sign when somebody dies. I know this from law enforcement experience because I used to have to arrange the signature. How it, how it works is for 17 years from 2003. Get the date now, ready? Until from 2003 until March of 2020. Oh, when was that? Oh, the COVID outbreak. So from 2003 until March of 2020, we did death, 17 years, did death certificates exactly the same, which was line one, primary cause of death. Line one was your comorbidities, your pre existing conditions. Somebody had lung cancer, they end up with pneumonia. They have lung cancer cause of death. Line two were the contributing factors. Pneumonia would go on there. What they did was they changed it. They said COVID, and remember, all you had to do at the time was have a presumption of COVID. Some had positive tests, but all you had to do is have a presumption of COVID. So COVID always goes on line one. They changed it. If the person was in hospice, was stage four lung cancer with a week to go. This happened numerous times. And the person ended up with a PCR test positive for COVID, whether they ever showed any signs of it or not. Line one cause of death, COVID. No, no, no. It's supposed to be lung cancer. Contributing factor. I mean, uh, pre-existing goes on line one. Contributing factor goes on line two. They changed it. Or existing factors go on line two, where a person tests positive for COVID but had absolutely no symptoms, but they died of congestive heart failure, COVID goes on line one. That's the change, and their actual pre-existing condition goes on line two. They changed it. That's why we count COVID deaths differently than any country in the in the world. Every other country kept those lines in place. We made a contributing factor have the power of a person's pre exist not even a contributing factor, a possible contributing factor, COVID-19. We made that more powerful than somebody who had stage four lung cancer according to our death certificates. Only, Only country on the planet that did that. So on inauguration day, things changed. Suddenly, on inauguration day, you have to have a positive PCR test to be considered a COVID case. Didn't have to happen before or a COVID test. Why are they doing that? So the death rate goes down while Biden's president. Who put that out? Um, the who? To, the who put that out? The World Health Organization that Biden joined approximately a less than a week later rejoined. They also stopped. They did the PCR tests, which are not designed to. Uh, show or indicate covid they're designed for something else we're using them to to test whether somebody's positive or negative for covid they were spinning that cycle 40 times in other words they spun your dna so much that they would find covid somehow even if you are never you never reached the level of infected never you could add a cold 10 years ago, which is a coronavirus. It's going to show you positive for COVID because they spun it 40 to 45 times. The standard flu test is 30 to 35 times they spin it. What'd they do on Inauguration Day? Brought it back into 30 to 35. So you have less positive COVID tests. According to a doctor that I follow, I don't know if I have his info here or not. I don't know. If, no, I don't. A doctor that I follow, the, the Dr. Jensen, he's pretty just type that in. He's everywhere. Former state senator out of Minnesota, also practicing MD. According to him, up to 85% of PCR tests prior to the change of them spinning your DNA are absolutely wrong. Your positive PCR tests were wrong because he spun your DNA so much. They were telling people they were positive when they were never infected facts you're not gonna everyone's afraid you're not gonna hear that on tucker there he is right there follow that guy awesome is that a did I get his name right Aaron jensen? Dr. jensen dr jensen follow that guy i have a video of him on saturday that i'll show you scott jensen, scott jensen. there i never can remember his first name scott doctor scott jensen practicing md for over 30 years listen to him listen to the beauty. listen there's there's thousands of doctors that will absolutely share what i'm sharing that will agree with what i'm saying all right, here we go. The Hill tweet. This is the governor out of Mississippi. Reeves slams Biden criticism. Mississippian, Mississippians don't need handlers. None of us. None of us needs the Democratic Party to handle our lives. I don't need somebody who cannot determine whether they are male or female handling me. I don't need somebody. Can you, do you hear this, church? All you capitulating Christians. You CCCs, you COVID-caving clergies, COVID-caving churches, COVID-caving Christians. You never should have closed. You never should have put out an alcohol gel station. You never should have social distanced. And not even during the 15 days to flatten the curve. You never should have done it. And if your pastor has never repented, don't ever go back. I don't mean repenting by opening his church and never talking about it again. I mean coming out and saying, I was wrong, I was duped, I was stupid, I was fearful. Whatever it is, and I repent. If the pastor doesn't do that, don't ever go back. Don't ever go back. Start your own Bible study or find a non-COVID caving church. They are out there. And by listen, by for me, any church right now that's still social distancing, you're closed. Your mask, you're closed. Your alcohol gel stations, you're closed. Still closed. The anointing of the Holy Spirit's long since gone from you because the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, found in Ephesians chapter 6, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is gone out of your church because you do not abide in the word of God, which says whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loose, no plague shall draw near thy dwelling, asking shall be given you, seeking you shall find, knocking shall be opened unto you. You are supposed to get into all those verses. That was all Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. All of those verses, Psalm 91, those were all supposed to be implemented the day this arrived back in March. Or February of 2020. What did you do, clergy? What did you do, pastors? What did you do, Christians? You strapped on masks. You confirmed. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. What's the pattern of the world? Clothes, mask, lockdown, quarantine. You did it. Now, just admit it. When I, I'm not saying that that was a sin, but it was a compromise and it was a capitulation to totalitarianism. When you screw up your life, you repent of it. Listen, people by the 60% of all businesses that have closed because of COVID are gone forever. Christian, you lover of men, you good community partner and good neighbor. Showing how much you love everybody? You cost people jobs by the by the millions. No, it's not our fault. Yes, it is. The church leads the way. The church, if the church would have stood, you never would have seen the COVID response rise to the level of absolute tyranny that it did. All right, John Cordillo tweet. Speaking of speaking of stupid. I love John Cordillo. He's not stupid, but listen to this. I don't know one person. Today was supposed to be. Here, bring it back to me one second, Aaron. Today was supposed to be this QAnon. And by the way, if you're following QAnon, knock it off. Not one thing's coming true. Not one thing. Knock it off. Stop following it. I know they've said some decent things in the past and here and there, whatever. But it's not. Listen, QAnon is not accurate. Acknowledge it. Stop making excuses for it. Stop being a Jehovah's Witness. What do Jehovah's Witnesses do? Every one of their prophecies didn't come true, so they rewrote them. Stop following QAnon. I'm not saying that to be politically correct. They're wrong. If they were right all the time, I wouldn't tell you that. They're wrong. Today was supposed to be, according to QAnon, Trump's inauguration. Now what are you going to do, spin it into another day that doesn't happen? Knock it off. Follow real things and see what's real. Read everything, see what's real. So they was supposed to be this big Trump protest, Trump inauguration, Trump seizing power. And the Democrats, of course, were petrified. So they've got to leave their 20-foot razor wire fences and their machine-loaded machine guns all over D.C. And here's John Cordillo's uh, take on it all. I don't know one person actually anecdotally via social media chatter or via a third party. He doesn't know anyone who planned to go to D.C. today and protest, nor do I. That's a fabricated leftist narrative used to justify thousands of armed troops and razor wire fencing in the nation's capital. And here, here, here's this is from Jack Posobiec. Oh yeah, show those pictures. This is what our capital looks like right now. There you go. This, this is you know, this is what it looks like today. Our capital for what? Name the threat. A QAnon protest. You know how many people showed up today, right? I'm going to add them all up for you, right? This is the truth. This is the truth. This is how many people showed up today at the trump inauguration six six QAnon people showed up today aaron show those pictures again i'm sorry to do that to you six people that's what we have to have for six people this is what the democrats are doing to this country for what purpose are what for what purpose do we have 20 foot fences with razor wire and up armored humvees up armored uh military machine loaded machine guns all over town why for what for what? What's the threat? Name the specific threat. Six people came today. Six. Remember, they were talking on inauguration day. They got protests all over the country. They had none. Statistically, absolutely nobody protested on the day of the inauguration. So that one was wrong. Today was wrong, and we still have seven thousand troops in the capital, standing in front of razor wire with uh, fifty caliber machine guns, machine fed, ready to go. For what? For what? How does anybody get away with this? This is why you have to win elections, because you can basically do whatever you want when you hold the House, the Senate, and the executive branch, the presidency. All right, here's uh This is actually Joe uh, Jack Posobiec, one of my people I follow, but he actually changed his name to uh, uh, Neanderthal Scholar Paso. <laughs> Breaking, literally nothing going on at the Capitol. That was the Capitol three o'clock today. My wife used to live in D.C. And she was astounded by that photo. That is usually jam-packed, full of traffic everywhere. Looks just like New York. Nothing. Ghost towns. And you see the WEF took it down. They had a video out. The World Economic Forum, which is lockstep, really indistinguishable from the Great Reset. The WEF put out a video that I had pulled down. I've got to, I've got to save them from now on. It might violate their copyright standards. I don't know. But I've got to pull them onto a Zip Tribe next time because they took it down. But they were showing... City after city, and they were talking about the ambient noise and the pollution has been lowered. 2020 was the greatest year. The scientists can now hear earthquakes that they could never hear before. What a great year 2020 was. Do you know, I want to say this to all the COVID-caving Christians, the CCCs out there. Do you know that millions of people are starving to death because of you? Are you aware of that? Are you aware? I mean, Tom, that's too harsh. No, it's not. If you capitulated to this, the third world depends on first world charity. First world food that we don't use. That's all gone because all the businesses have closed to buy it. We right here in our local community. What's the name of that farm up north in Bradenton? What's that called? Where we get the really day, day something or other begins with a D. and dairy. They were in, in Bradenton, Florida. We're dumping out hundreds and hundreds of gallons, thousands of gallons of milk because there's nowhere to sell them because of you, COVID, Caving Christian. The businesses were all closed. But you're but you're a good neighbor and a community partner, and you love thy neighbor, right? Millions, starting with children, lots and lots, the highest percentage of children in, in third world countries are dying of starvation right now because of you. Please understand that, and please repent. What'd you find there, Aaron? I got the video. Uh, Put that up, dude. I want to see if it's the right one. Put it up. You're the man. Holy mackerel. That's it. falls in air pollution, clearing city skies from Asia to America, carbon emissions down by 7%. Just so you know, Aaron, you are the man and you are the man. I could not find that video. They took it down. They had it all over this, all over Twitter and they took it down. Just so everybody knows It's never been about a flu bug What they're doing is they're seeing Who can they control For when they institute Climate change lockdowns Climate change mask wearing Climate change quarantines Climate change controlling of your life In every aspect That's what this has been about It's the WEF The World Economic Forum Just met in Davos Davos with Klaus Schwab, John Kerry, uh, the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, all together planning these things out. What, I mean, that was like Christmas for them. The lowest pollution, the lowest ambient noise. People are starving to freaking death. People lost their jobs for life. People are on welfare. People are in extreme poverty because of you and that you put out basically a Christmas video. Yeah, roll that in there. There you go. 50 years, World Economic Forum. That is The Great Reset. It's all about using COVID. It's just a simple transition, a simple conveyance to transition into They even call Prince Charles has a video. I've showed it numerous times on this podcast. He has a video out that says this is the opportunity of a lifetime that will not come again, but it's short, and we need to use it to build back better, which comes from the World Economic Forum, which comes from numerous countries in Europe. Joe Biden did not think of Build Back Better. That's in his liberal consciousness from all the liberal crap that he watches and that he's a part of, and that he believes in. Joe Biden is a puppet of the CCP, a puppet of the World Economic Forum, which is the Great Reset, which is also the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. All the big banks are all right there, all right there at the World Economic Forum. All right, Donald Trump Jr. tweet. Now do the Antifa riots. Byron York, Senator Johnson asks FBI, get ready now. Asked an FBI official how many firearms were confiscated from suspects arrested at the Capitol riot on January 6th. The FBI reports, to my knowledge, none. All right, back to me. So let me ask everybody out there today. Does it qualify as an insurrection if there's no firearms? (laughs) There's no tanks. Uh, You know, Turkey has an insurrection. Just about every 10 years, every decade, every other decade, not every, about every decade, Turkey has an insurrection. Uh, they come with tanks, uh, machine guns, and they take over. Where was that exactly? Capitol Police stepped aside, people walked in. Uh, I'll get into the details of this. The National Guard was requested and denied. So how exactly was this an insurrection with zero firearms? The only person found with a firearm was an Antifa person, and the FBI has been, has been, not disclosing that the Antifa that was not existent in the riot, but yet the only person found with a firearm—they're probably outside of the Capitol building—I'm assuming—was an Antifa person. That's it. So how could there be an insurrection where they were going to forcefully, forcefully install Donald Trump as as president without one zero without one firearm? When you have the Capitol police all armed, right? You have Metro police all armed. Supposed to be National Guard, there are not one protester. The only people, only one person died of a, of, a, of, a, of a gunshot, and that was Ashley Babbitt, shot by a Capitol Police officer. That was it. You had the death of the other police officer. You had the death of a police officer, but initially it came out as a fire. Somebody hit him in there with a the fire extinguisher. Both face lie. He died of a stroke. And then everybody else who died was a protester. So how was this an insurrection with zero firearms? How is it you impeached a president for inciting an insurrection with zero firearms? Explain that to me. I I would love to hear an explanation of it. All right, David J. Harris tweet. Why was the National Guard forbidden on Capitol Hill early on January 6th? Here's the article out of the Gateway Pundit. Speaker Pelosi told, so who, if we're talking about who incited a riot, or who allowed it to happen? Who's culpable? Who who has the culpable negligence here? Was it Donald Trump who said, march to the Capitol, peacefully and patriotically protest once you get there? Well, Nancy Pelosi told the Sergeant-at-Arms to deny National Guard at Capitol due to optics, left building unprotected, then lied about it. In a Washington Post interview with with the Washington, D.C. police chief, Steve Sund, Capitol Police Chief. The National Post reports the outgoing police chief believes his efforts to secure the premises were undermined by a lack of concern from House and Senate security officials. So that's Mitchie McConnell, China Hack, and Nancy Pelotes. Security officials answered directly to Speaker Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader, at the time, Mitchie McConnell. Two days later, two days before, Congress was set to formalize President-elect Joe Biden's quote-unquote victory. Capitol Police Chief Steven Sun was growing increasingly worried about the size of the pro-Trump crowds expected to... stream into Washington and protest to be on the safe side. Son get ready. Now asked house and Senate security officials for permission to request the DC national guard be placed on standby in case he needed quick backup. But Sund said they turned him down. It was fruitless. John, uh, Fauci, Fau, not Fauci, Fauci's CEO, chief of staff for D.C. Mayor Mario, Mario Bowser, another political hack, admitted. Literally, this guy is on the phone. I mean, crying for help. It's burned in my memories. Trump did it? Nope. In the aftermath of the January 6th Capitol riot, former sergeant-at-arms, they're all gone, son resigned, sergeant-at-arms resigned, all because Pelosi turned down what the Capitol police chief asked for. Sergeant-at-arms Paul Irving recalled to House administration how previous discussions with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her office factored in to his blender of decision-making, according to three sources with direct knowledge of Irving's talk with House administration. Pelosi's office had previously impressed upon Irving, the sergeant-at-arms, that the National Guard was to remain off Capitol grounds. Whoops! Who should be impeached here? Irving allegedly told, remember, Donald Trump okayed 10,000 troops to be there. And what did the Pelosi do? Nancy Pelosi, what'd she do? Turned them down, uh, ready? To remain, they are to remain off Capitol grounds. Irving, Sergeant-at-arms Irving allegedly told House administration the discussions which centered around optics allegedly occurred in the months prior to the January 6th riot during a time when deployment of federal resources for civil unrest was unpopular with Democrats. Remember? <laughs> Remember now, i work. Trump kept telling him, you give me your cities, I'll shut down the riots in a half an hour, which he did in Minneapolis-St. Paul. But Seattle said no. Portland said no, so they raged on all summer long. So they couldn't look like hypocrites by putting in the National Guard here. So for optical reasons, they turned down the National Guard. Nancy Pelosi and Mitchie McConnell. And who got impeached? Who's on the House floor? Who's on the Senate floor roasting Donald Trump? But Mitchie McConnell, of course, the Pelosi is doing it, but Mitchie McConnell's doing it too. Why? To cover his sorry, pathetic, cowardly rear end. He should have been impeached. Nobody would have got to the Capitol with 10,000 National Guard troops sitting there. Nobody. And they turned it down. It was them. Trump, the alleged insider. Of this insurrection with no firearms, told everybody to be peaceful and patriotic. He offered them 10,000 troops to surround the Capitol. They said no because we don't wanna look bad. That's an absolute, these are all absolute facts. Facts. They're not denying it. Where's the post denying this tweet? Where is it? Not there. All right, Byron York tweet. Speaker Pelosi chose retired General Russell Honore. To review capital security. Notice who she chooses. She chooses a lackey. In wake of January 6th, right, after some newly discovered deleted tweets, including this one aimed at Senator Hawley. Republicans say Honore seems a bit partisan. Look at his look at his tweet. This little bit of SHIT was his Yale law degree, should be run out of DC and disbarred ASAP. Holly, Cruz. He calls them A-hats. These Yale and Harvard law grads is higher order. He needs to learn how to write a sentence. This is a general. This is a former general. He has no idea how to write a sentence. Is high order, white privilege. This is who she, back to me, this is who she put in charge of investigating the Capitol riots. Over this retired general. <laughs> who wants, who, what, what, what? Hey, I put that tweet back up. All the way so I can Yeah, that's good. Who, uh. I'm reading off a different screen. This little piece of S speaking of Holly Cruz calling them a hats, low grade, high order, white privilege. That's who's in charge of investigating the Capitol riot. It's all corrupt folks. It is all corrupt. It's not conspiracy theory. That's who's in charge. Kyle Becker tweet breaking news. Speaker Pelosi's cover is completely blown. Breaking National Guard commanding general blows gigantic hole. The commanding general of the D.C. National Guard blew a gigantic hole in the narrative that the Capitol building security was merely, and you know, let's go right to the video, play it for me.
3: Thank you, uh, Chairman Peters, and thanks to our witnesses. Uh, general Walker can continue to talk about uh, your recollection, if you don't mind. Uh, this morning, you have testified that you received this letter from our Secretary McCarthy on January 5th, so just the day before the attack on the Capitol. In that letter, did Secretary McCarthy prohibit you from employing the National Guard's Quick Reaction Force without his authorization? So I have the letter in front of me,
2: and uh, his letter does not, but it is the Secretary of Defense says that I have to use it as a last resort. But the Secretary of the Army told me, and it's um, – I have the letter that I could not use the quick reaction force, it would, it would he would, I would just read it. Yeah. I withhold authority to approve employment of the District of Columbia National Guard quick reaction force and will do so only as a last resort in response to a request from an appropriate civil authority. Yeah. I will require a concept of operation prior to authorizing employment of a, of a civil, of a quick reaction force. Now, a quick reaction force normally is a commander's tool to go help uh, either a civilian agency, but more typically to help the National Guardsmen who are out there uh, and need, need assistance.
0: So let's get the key facts down. Back to me. Here's what the general said. They have a quick reaction force that could have had them there basically like National Guard 9-11. Boom, 911. National Guard's there. Quick reaction force turned down by Nancy Pelosi, turned down by Mitch McConnell, turned down by Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., because they have to have appropriate civil authority. What does that mean? They have to have a request. Trump okayed it, but you still have to have a request. Did the Pelosi request it? Absolutely not. Muriel Bowser made a point. I mean, uh, Mayor of D.C. made a point of saying she doesn't want any National Guard there. So if you want to know who's at fault, here they are. Are you ready? Here's Muriel Bowser. She's at fault for the Capitol riot. Can you put the picture up of Muriel Bowser? There you go. That's it. That's the person at fault for the Capitol riot. And then the next person is, of course, get it ready now, Nancy Pelosi. There she is. Those are the people. Flip them back and forth a couple times. Ready? Muriel Bowser. Go ahead. Nancy Pelosi, one more time. Muriel Bowser, Nancy Pelosi. Back to me. They chose. They chose to not allow the quick reaction force to be deployed to save the Capitol. They did it. Not Donald Trump. He said yes. They said no. How could Donald Trump want an insurrection and put 10,000 troops on Capitol Hill? How is that possible? It is not. The people who should have been impeached are Nancy Pelosi, Muriel Bowser, who is a known Democratic Party hack, who, who, who did not supply any security whatsoever to the Republicans, leaving the RNC from like the backyard of the White House, to walking to their hotels, assaulted, time and time again harassed, surrounded by crowds. She did nothing. She's done nothing but usher it that city into absolute Hades. An absolute monstrosity. Nancy Pelosi, Muriel Bowser, and Mitch McConnell, they are the causes of that riot. And it's not, Tom, you're a Trump sycophant. No, how, what's it got to do with how, how I like Trump or not? Yes, yes or no question. Did Trump authorize 10,000 troops? Yes. Did Pelosi, Muriel Bowser, and Mitch McConnell turn them down? Yes, done. Done. If they acted appropriately, it never would have happened. They're the ones. The three musketeers, they should have been impeached. Not Trump. Absolute fact. Absolute fact. All right, changing subjects a little bit here. I could not resist this. A little bit old. But it's just such a great video. I had to play it. This is Rand Paul Corners, Biden, education nominee on boys competing in girls sports. Play for me, Aaron.
3: What do you think in general about boys running in girls' track meets like they've been doing in Connecticut? I think that it's critically important
4: that education systems and educators respect the rights of all students, including students who are transgender. That's not an answer. Um, and that they are afforded the opportunities that every other student has to pro- – Uh, participate in extracurricular activity
3: does it bother you that like the top 20 percent of boys running in track meets beat all of the girls in the state and that it you know would be you know completely destroy girls athletics the girls are being pushed out Um, they don't make the finals in the state meet they don't get college scholarships that it's really detrimental to girls sports do you worry about having boys running girls track meets
4: you know I, I recognize and appreciate the concerns Um, and the uh, frustrations that are expressed. I've, as Commissioner of Education, have had conversations with families uh, who have felt the way you just described it and families of uh, students who are transgender. So I understand that this is a challenge. I look forward to working with you and others to-
3: Do you think it's fair to have boys running in the girls' track, mate?
4: I think it's appropriate for, I think it's it's the legal responsibility of schools to provide opportunities for students to Participate in activities and this includes students who are transgender
3: So you don't have a problem then with boys running in the girls track meet swimming meets name it You're okay then with boys competing uh, with girls respectfully
4: Senator. I think I answered the question. I no, you never really did Schools should offer the opportunity for students. To you engage never in extracurricular answered a freaking
3: thing Cordona even if they're transgender I think that's their right. All right well, a lot of us think that that's bizarre you know not very fair you know i come from a family that has a lot of girls who have been have competed in college athletics who have been state champions and frankly you know some boy that's 6 foot 2 competing against my 5 foot 4 niece doesn't sound very fair I think most people in the country think it's bizarre, you know, that it's just (laughs) completely bizarre and unfair that people, and you're gonna run the Department of Education, you've got no problem with it. Um, That concerns me, and I I think this kind of thing is gonna lead to really just the vast majority of America just wondering who are these people that think it's okay? From what planet are you from? I mean, to think it's okay that boys would compete with girls in a track meet, that that somehow would be fair. Um, I wonder where feminists are on this. I wonder where the people who supported women's sports are on this. I mean, we all gonna be okay with hulking six-foot-four guys, you know, wrestling against girls, do it, you know, it just makes no sense whatsoever, and so I think the fact that you seem to be afraid to answer the question or you basically do answer the question by saying it's okay without saying it's okay, really is a statement to a a real problem we have and a, a disconnect between what middle America and what most Americans actually believe I even think most Democrats don't believe girls should run in the, in the boys track meet. Uh, you know boys should run in the girls track meet. so I'm disappointed in the answer and you
0: know I just want to say this just leave the picture up I want you to see the state of affairs that our country is in we're talking right now you got this goofball up there and he uses language like I recognize and I appreciate the question that's just that's just Democratic Party speak that's just their verbiage to deflect and never have to answer the question, which he never does. He's asked point blank, are you okay with boys running a girls' track meets? And you've got the two staffers behind Rand Paul with their masks on. This is a very sad state of affairs that we are in as a country. We're having a debate about whether a biological freaking male... And by the way, let me just reiterate, freaking is not a cuss word for everybody out there who's worried about my language. When I say freaking, it's like freak out. You freaked out. That's what I'm saying. You have biological men running against women. We're having to have a debate about whether or not that's wrong. And you have everybody masked in the room. This is a pathetic state of affairs that our country is in. Are you assimilated now, like the Borg on Star Trek? Have you been assimilated into thinking that this is normal? Everybody masked ridiculously stupid conversations about men running in women's track meets, men competing against women in MMA fights, men competing against women in swim meets, volleyball, boxing, whatever it may be. Look at look at the state of affairs our country is in. You can bring it back to me. It just really is. It really is sad. And it's so sad that, uh, you know, again, I always start with Christians. Then I go with conservatives. Then it's everybody else. It is a very, very sad state of affairs. If you've been assimilated into thinking that it's normal, that you're watching the Super Bowl with cardboard cutouts in the in the stadium. Why you're watching the NFL to begin with, I don't know, because they're just a bunch of Black Lives Matter terrorist supporters. To begin with, and kneelers and boot licking butt kissers that are afraid to stand up for anything. The NFL would be huge right now if they stood up to Black Lives Matter. It would have been the biggest season of their lives. I would have even watched them if they stood up to Black Lives Matter with their empty, stupid stadiums. But I refuse to be assimilated. I will never consider it to be right. I walked into Home Depot the other day. My wife and I were one of about four people out of a hundred not wearing masks. Ridiculous! And right here where they're they're not mandated. That's like literally taking a baseball bat and knocking out your own teeth. All right, Kirk Schlichter tweet: Save women's sports. This is June. This is June Eastwood. <laughs> A male athlete named June. (sighs) See, I I barely can get this out. I mean, this just reminds me of Isaiah five twenty. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. Woe to those who trade bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Light for darkness and darkness for light. I mean, it's absolutely that way. All right, back to it, Aaron. Thank you, brother. a male athlete that identifies as female winning the NCAA Big Sky Women's Championships. This has to do with Olympics, folks. I mean, this is the Big Sky NCAA Big Sky Women's Championships. This is what this man, what a, what a, what a freaking little pansy this man is who can't even qualify for this event as a man, so he goes and competes as a woman. One title is too many. One young woman losing out is too many. Save women's sports. Now what I want, I'm gonna show you this video. It's only 26 seconds long. I want you to count when you see the first woman on the screen. Tap your nose when you see it. Go ahead. Where are they? Where are the women? That's a man right there. Full-blooded, biological male. Where are all the women as he's winning this event? Ready? Thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four, thousand five. Over five seconds. Back to me. Do you know? Do you know how much? Yeah, back to me. Do you know that that's usually decided by less than a half a second between? Would you see all the women come in basically together? It's decided by tenths and hundreds of seconds. He won by five over five seconds. He can't even qualify for that event as a man. This is the Democratic Party. How could, listen, all of you soccer moms who voted in Joe Biden because, because Donald Trump sends out mean tweets, and all of you fruit roll-up, juice box-packing Christian moms to your soccer, to your softball, to your baseball, to your volleyball, to your cheerleading. Hey, good luck, by the way. All you people who voted Joe Biden for cheerleading, that's going to be that's going to be absolutely abolished. The Washington football team, formerly the Washington Redskins, just got rid of all their cheerleaders and they're putting in a a uh, gender neutral dance team. Yeah, facts. Whoops. And you voted for Biden. Good luck with all your with all your lady sports out there. They're all going to look like that. Just like when Biden opened up the doors. To the southern southern border, they're all down there. All the transgenders are coming for your daughters. Enjoy. At least you got the guy out who sends out mean tweets. Congratulations, Num nuts Absolutely unreal. All right, Dennis. Let's put this Dennis Prager video on. This is is this the end of women's sports? If you don't believe that biological men have a significant advantage over biological women in sports, watch. This video, play it for me. There you go. Watch the man. You'll see him. There he is. Boom. That's a, there's a man running against women.
5: <laughs> I've been training to be a championship sprinter since I was eight years old. With the help of my parents, my coaches, and my teammates, I did it. By sophomore year of high school in 2018. I was one of the top five female high school sprinters in Connecticut. But then, one day, I wasn't. At the state championships that year, two people passed me, passed all of us girls, literally. They finished first and second in our races, dominating the field. Were they more motivated? Did they train harder? I don't think so. But they did have an edge, a big one we couldn't match. They were biological boys, who said they were transgender girls. Do you think that's fair? Males competing against females? Before you make up your mind, let me tell you a bit about what it took for me to become a top female sprinter. It meant training with my team every day after school for at least two hours, working to shave fractions of a second off of my time in the 100 and 200 meter dash. It meant not hanging out after school or going out with friends on the weekends. It meant getting up early every Saturday morning and competing all day at a meet. It meant not indulging in any of the things that might cost me my dream. And here's the thing about the two biological males that took the top two girls' medals in the state of Connecticut. Their times were not even good enough to qualify them to compete in the state championships on the boys' team. Let me say that again in case you missed it. Their times were not good enough to qualify them for the boys' state championships. But two years in a row, they won first and second place competing against the girls. All in all, these two biological males won 15 women's state championship titles. Some in the media have accused me of being a sore loser. They tell me to run harder. But the biological changes that males go through during puberty are so significant, they gain an insurmountable advantage in strength and in speed. That's why boys always competed against boys and girls against girls. US runner Allison Felix is an inspiration to me. She's the fastest female sprinter in the world. Her lifetime best for the 400 meters is 49.26 seconds. Watch this now. But based on 2018 data, nearly 300 high school boys in the US alone could beat that record. What we are talking about then (laughs) is not just.
0: This girl lost out on scholarships. She lost out on being scouted for scholarships by scouts. Lost out because she lost she couldn't go to the state meet because she lost to these two boys every year of her life, and she beat every other girl. Think about that if that was your kid, but yet you know what? You gotta put in Joe Biden because Trump sends out mean tweets, right, Christian? Right, Christian? Christians who say, you know, Trump has a non Christ like demeanor. How's pulling baby baby parts out piece by bloody piece out of the mother's womb? How's calling men women and women men? How's that sit with you, Christian? Read your Bible. Read your Bible instead of going by your heart or by your spirit, read the word of God instead. Mean tweets, demeanor you don't like, Lincoln Project Republicans, Lincoln Project Christians, you're pathetic. If you ever quarantined yourself, if you ever locked down, you have bought into the same rhetoric that is ruining women's sports. It's all the same lies. COVID response is a lie. Men and women's sports, come on. And and we all know the Equality Act that was just passed by Congress hasn't gone through the Senate yet. Maybe it it won't. That's that's just allowed men to waltz right into your daughter's shower room in high school. Great job, soccer mom. Great job. You know what? Don't worry. The mean guy's gone. But you got the perv watching your daughter shower. Great job. You know what? Great job. Unbelievable. All right, Josh Holly tweet. Biden immig- immig- immigration policy in a nutshell. Pro-illegal, anti- worker. The White House, Tom Elliott's underneath there, the White House, tell the White House to illegal immigrants, we are not saying don't come, we're saying don't come now. Play it for me. We are progressing every single day.
4: Uh, I don't have a particular timeline, uh, but all I can do is communicate both to the American public and to the individuals seeking protection that we are working around the clock seven days a week to make that time frame as short as possible, but they need to wait but they need to wait with a particular goal in mind. We are not saying
0: don't come. We are saying don't come now. Back to me. So they're not telling illegal aliens. They're not telling illegal aliens not to come. Men and women's sports, 0.1% post-infection death rate, close all down. They're illogical. They're illogical, moronic, narrative-driven Democratic Party Communist, socialist hacks. That's who these people are. That's all the political motivation to stay in power. That's all they care about. Uh, They're they're not telling illegal aliens to stay away. What, what, What sense does that make? Don't. We're not telling you not to come commit crimes. We're just telling you don't come commit crimes Yet We're not telling you That a man's not a woman and a woman's not a man We're not Listen, you know what it, COVID only has a .1% post-infection death rate But lockdown, mask wear Quarantine No, it doesn't make a bit of sense And most people are afraid To speak against it And most people acquiesce And capitulate and collaborate With it Including the church. There's a lot of pastors who are way too cowardly to say that homosexuality is a sin. They're cowards. Jesus said, whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 10, verse 33. Read it might not want to be denying the word of god which is jesus john chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god you deny the bible you're denying jesus christ he is the word there are three that bear witness in heaven the father the word and the holy spirit and these three are one. First john chapter 5 verse 7 please read the bible it's all the same lies what does what John chapter 8 Verses 44 and 45 say It says the devil is the father of lies His native language is no lie His native language is lying And Jesus said because I tell you the truth You don't believe me Men are men, truth Homosexuality is a sin, truth COVID-19 is a .1 Same exact as the flu Post-infection death rate, truth Average age of COVID death, 80 Truth We've overestimated our COVID death count by 16 up to 1600%. Truth. Will you do it? Will you say it from the pulpit? Well, you know, some of those things are political. None of it's political. It's truth or lies. What do you say from your pulpit? Your pulpit. What do you say? Truth or lies? And I'm talking lies of omission and lies of commission. A lot of pastors, they pull all their sermons off of the internet so they can dance around testy subjects, you coward. Preach the word instantly. Be instant, in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all long-suffering doctrine. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. You're like, Tom, you're all fired I'm always fired up. I can't stand lies. I don't listen. I don't mind if people fall and they sin. When they sit there and they lie about it, read Revelation chapter 21, verse 8 sometimes. It gives a long list of sin. And he doesn't put all in front of any word but liars. Murderers, adulterers, all these will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And he puts all in front of liars. Bridget Gabriel tweet Who is funding these photo ops? Look at these photo ops. Look at this this look at that. Yeah, good job, Aaron. Just go right to it. Nice work. There you go. Who's funding this? Who would want look at look at look what they said. Biden, what's those shirts say? Please let us in. That's your president. Great job. He wasn't he wasn't elected fairly. We all know that. You can bring it back to me. He was elected because of the seven cities and the six states, which I won't get into tonight. You've already heard it. All right, Ian Miles Chong tweet. Migrants arrive at US Mexico border wearing Biden shirts. Go flip through those pictures quickly for me, Aaron. There they are. Look at them all. Please let us in. You're like, well, why not? Isn't it isn't it compassionate to let them in? Well, you're letting them in for a land of opportunity. Let me, let me explain something to everybody. As people say, you know, let's not build bigger walls. Let's build bigger tables. I heard a lot of, uh, shall we say, nominal Christians saying things like that during the Trump administration from evangelical churches. Let's not build bigger walls. Let's build bigger tables. Okay, here's the thing. What if the table's gone, moron? We have a country that's nearing thirty trillion dollars in debt. It just got approved for debate in the Senate. For the Democrats, want to add another two trillion dollars onto that with their COVID relief package. Only ten percent even touches COVID. Out of the two trillion dollars they want to pass, only to, only only ten percent even touches COVID. If if two if two trillion dollars was passed out to all Americans, we we each get six thousand dollars each. But they're offering fourteen fourteen hundred. So where's the rest of it? Where's the where's the other five grand? You know you see what I'm saying? Well let's build a bigger table, and not and not a bigger wall. Okay, well let's let's look at that. They're coming in here for the great land of opportunity that you're destroying. So when they come in, you destroy the country. That if there's no if there's no border, there's no country. Anybody and everybody can walk in here. They've already they arrested eleven Iranians that have crossed the border this year. Iranians crossed the southern border and thankfully, somehow, against Biden's wishes, were detained. Well, I'll bet you they didn't have any ill will towards the United States, right? Does everybody know that 11 Iranians were detained by, by, our, by our border patrol? Do you know that? That's all Biden, baby. Good work. But if you sit there and you say this, but there's no... There's no security. There's no wall. Well, just don't. Just take the walls down your house. Anybody can come in, right? Without without borders, there is no great land of opportunity. Are you aware that we legally allow per year in this country one to two million? That's the M word. Million. I'll say it again. Million people to legally immigrate into the United States per year. So you're looking at between 20 and 20, 2020, 2021 I'll just make it easy for 20 years 40 plus million people <laughs> have been allowed to legally immigrate and people say we're racist and xenophobe for not opening the sudden board and let me just say this too that's just the people who were the head of the family that, that's that 30 to 40 million that I just said that's not their family members so you can add millions more onto that that were allowed to legally immigrate and now you're going to open up the southern border for more unbelievable all right this is from laura ingram arizona mayor reacts i'm not going to play too much to the arizona mayor i do want you to hear what laura ingram has to say on this play for me
1: and as it relates to immigration biden and his administration they're using a three-pronged approach to cover up the ongoing border crisis first they deny that a crisis even exists
5: do you believe that right now there's a crisis at the border?
4: I think that the, uh, um, the answer is no. At
5: what point does it become a crisis?
4: Well, I would say I don't think we need to meet your bar of what we need to call it.
1: Well, Second, by banning the press from touring the facilities that hold these unaccompanied migrant children and families. And third, as I mentioned in the angle, preventing ICE from even alerting the public to illegal alien criminals by locking down their Twitter account. Joining me now is someone right, dealing with it. bring it back it. to me.
0: So you got President Biden locking down ICE's Twitter account. That's interesting. Banning the press from touring juvenile detention centers at the border. Well, why is that? I thought this is the most transparent administration of all time, not so much. And they said, she is not Jen Psaki. Jen Kawasaki she will, says that she's not going to allow us to uh, define what a crisis is. Well, let's look. From January of last year to January of this year, comparing the januarys not the year-long span, but in January, this January, 2021, compared comparison to January of 2020, we had 49% higher plus 49% encounters with unaccompanied mind, 49% increase, 49% percent increase in encounters with unaccompanied children 166% increase in encounters with single adults 100,000 unaccompanied minors are expected to be met at the border this year Trump had pretty much eliminated all of that and now it's all back all right Trina Solis tweet low legal immigration would be a safer venue at least 13 people get that folks were killed tuesday morning when an suv this is all because of joseph robinette biden opening the border when an suv stuffed with 25 suspected undocumented in order we're not telling them not to come we're just telling them not to come now illegal immigrants including children, collided with a semi-truck in Southern California. The back seats had been removed. 13 people dead because they were illegally in this country. Typical Democratic Party argument, isn't it? Isn't it? Really? They always say kids in cages. By the way, now they're in kids in shipping containers. I think I'd rather be in a cage with holes that I could breathe in than a shipping container. That's what they're in now. Thank you, Joseph Robinette, Robinette Biden. What do you think of AOC? What do you think, AOC? You're out there crying your little photo ops when you're white outfit as if you're some sort of saint, even though you're a baby butchering monger. Crying at the border for the kids in cages that Joe Biden and Barack Obama built and filled. Well, now they're in shipping containers and, and you don't care. But it's typical Democratic Party theology, philosophy. You know, they care so much about the kids in cages. Oh, yeah, throw it up. There you go. They care so much about the kids in cages. When that very same kid, they'd happily pull out piece by bloody piece out of their mother's womb. That's that's how they are. You know, they don't really care. Listen, Democrats hate human beings. They hate them. Bill Gates, he said his goal through vaccinations is to lower the Earth's population and the World Health Organization had to admit publicly that they had sterilizing agents inside of their polio vaccines. Facts! Find it. It's not, it's not disputed at all. They hate people. They don't care that 13 illegal immigrants got got killed in a car crash because they're all 25. 25 people look like a Chevy Yukon, jam-packed into a Chevy Yukon with the seats taken out, that's Joe Biden. That, that blood is on his filthy, bloody hands because he opened up the door to it. Trump would have told those people, don't come ever. The Biden administration is saying, we're not telling you not to come. That's how they are. All right, Jim Jordan tweet. When Republicans don't wear a mask, Democrats scream you're killing people. When Biden administration releases COVID-19 positive migrants into your community, no problem. Well, I'm going by their theology now. Okay, I don't think, my, I don't think COVID's a problem. I don't. don't. I don't. I mean, so people can say whatever they want. It's the flu bug. So so I'm not espousing the COVID theology, but I'm going by their own theology. Joe Biden does not allow in international flights. Joe Biden calls us Neanderthals for opening up our states, but yet is allowed, these people aren't, aren't, aren't tested. They're allowed to cross right into the United States, and they've been caught positive for COVID. He doesn't care. He's a super spreader. Joe Biden is a super spreader. He's he he's importing COVID for everybody. And it'll tell you to lock down where 76% of cases are caught inside the home. I know I'm being redundant. He'll tell you to lock down again and strap a mask on. So you suck in your latent viruses and bacteria all day long. They don't believe in it. Joe Biden gets called all the time without his mask on. They don't truly believe in it. Just like all the other Democratic Party hypocrites. Now, this is an interesting thing I want everybody to grab a hold of because people probably wonder on this podcast why I don't ever talk about us getting our checks. $600 checks and $1,400 checks as bailouts and all this stuff, which I laugh at because people have been absolutely crushed. You got some shop owner in downtown Manhattan who pays 10 grand a month. He's $600,000 in debt now because he's been closed for a year and you send him 600 bucks. You clown shows, you morons. Sending people that are absolutely bankrupt $1,400. What's that going to do? Their mortgage is already in the, in the hot for 12 months and you send them one half of one mortgage payment? You clowns. That's the bourgeois elite throwing their breadcrumbs to the masses. That's how they think of you. Surf kingdom. That's how they think of you. But I want you to understand, we don't have money for bailouts. Where, where, where do you think money's coming from? The $1.9, billion, $1.9 trillion house Democratic Party, purely purely on party lines, maybe one or two Republicans crossed over and one or two Democrats didn't vote for, it, I don't know. But purely on party lines, it's like 219 to 212, they passed their COVID relief package. We are currently $28 trillion in debt, $28 trillion in debt, and they just stacked it to $30 trillion, all right? So I want you to watch this video and this will explain to you why I don't espouse the virtue of you receiving a check. How exactly are they issuing you checks? Have you ever asked that? Are they, there's one of, there's one of a few ways. You can borrow it, which we've done to the degree of 25, 26 trillion dollars, not even that high, because all we've been doing now since the COVID, we spent about five, five, four, five trillion dollars on COVID. A flu bug with a 0.1 post-infection Death rate, 99.99% survivable. Post-infection, 4 or $5 trillion, and now more on that. We weren't borrowing that money, folks. We were printing that money. Play the video for me.
6: Back to our economics for dummies segment because we need to do this because unfortunately I have to break through the liberal morass of ignorance and stupidity sometimes and show them what actually happens in the real world. When you swear allegiance to dopey liberal politics. Here's the first story. You know, um, liberals are really into the government spending money it doesn't have, right? So, what happens when the government spends money it doesn't have, Joe? Where does it get the money? Because the government's spending money it doesn't have now, right? Well, either people can lend it to them or they'll do this crazy thing called t- quantitative easing where we print money. Um, that would be called in the non-government world, counterfeiting, and you'd find yourself in handcuffs going to jail. It's what I actually did for a living in the Secret Service before uh, I was in the protection detail, arrested people for counterfeiting. But when government does it, don't worry, Joe. You call it quantitative easing, and it's A-OK. So there's an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal. Headline. Banks in Ger- bank. This is a real headline again, not a joke. The banks in Germany are telling customers to take their deposits elsewhere. Why? Because more customers... Really, it's a real headline. More customers are having to pay negative interest rates as savings have surged amid the pandemic. Why is this happening? Well, German banks, by even bigger international institutions and financial institutions, are being charged negative interest rates for the deposits they keep. Negative interest rates. So think about what this means. That means you put your money in a German financial institution and the money loses money. Negative interest rates. A negative sign in front of them. So Germany is then having to send its money to other larger financial operations and institutions. We're charging them negative interest rates. So Germany not wanting to lose money is telling people, take your dinero and your dough and please bring it somewhere else pretty weird when you're in the money business that you're telling people to take your money and go elsewhere. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about this for a minute. I got a nice email from a lady. He said, Dan, you got to talk about economics more. That's why we're doing our economics for dummies segment today. People used to laugh at the idea of negative interest rates because they thought that never happened, right, Joe? Negative interest rates. Why would anyone put their money in a bank to lose money? No, it's happening right now. Here's from the Wall Street Journal. Germany's biggest lenders, uh, Deutsche Bank, and Commerce Bank have told new customers since last year to pay a 0.5 percent annual rate to keep large sums of money with them. In other words, pay them a fee <laughs> them not give you a fee. You pay them a fee to hold your money. The banks say they can no longer absorb the negative interest rates the ECB, European Central Bank charges them. The more customer deposits they have, the more they have to park with the central bank, who's charging them to keep the money. This is creating an unusual incentive where banks that usually want deposits as an inexpensive form of financing, yeah, the thing we called banking for centuries, are essentially telling customers to go away. Banks are even providing new online tools. Joe, get a load of this to help customers take their deposits elsewhere. All right, back
0: to me. So what's happening through quantitative easing, which is counterfeiting money, if we don't knock it off, and as a matter of fact, we have to not only not just knock it off, We have to start reversing this now. And we've got Biden in the presidency. We will look at the same stuff, folks. Facts. We will look at the same stuff. Well, you will have to because ostensibly what's happened is in Germany through printing money, they've made their money hyperinflated. So you have to pay a bank to keep your money. Because your money is really not worth anything. It's not worth what it was. A dollar's worth 74 cents. That's what's happening. When you keep printing money, you know, we're going to print another $2 trillion. That's what the Democratic plan is. Their COVID bailout, they have some stupid name on it. And I, and I just love these Democrats in Washington come up to their little their little podiums and talk like they're experts they've ushered this country you know what? in, in 2000 a mere 21 years ago we were 1 1.1 trillion dollars in debt 1.1 20 years ago and now we're we're on the cusp of 30 trillion dollars we 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 spent all those uh, you know How many years did the United States exist at at 2000? Whatever many years it was. Lots and lots of years. All the previous administrations. 1776 all the way to 2020. All those years. And we mounted up $1.1 trillion in debt primarily because of Bill Clinton. And now, and I, I couldn't stand it then, but Bill Clinton is a saint when it comes to monetary uh, economic policy in comparison to George W. Bush, who ushered us up to $8 trillion in four years, and then Barack Hussein Obama, as of yet, the worst president in American history. Ushered us in, put another 11 trillion on top of Bush's 8 trillion, thereby becoming, as George W. Bush was the previous winner, Barack Hussein Obama ushered in more debt than all previous presidents combined. And by, sadly Donald Trump was going to do the same thing. And I love Trump, but I'm sorry, that's exactly what was going to happen. Anything anybody wanted as far as COVID, Trump put, okay, masks, okay. Quarantine, everything Fauci said, okay, I don't want to suffer the political consequences. Suffer them. Go the Sweden's route. But I want everybody to know negative interest rates, where you pay a bank to keep your money, you're losing money every year. But you just don't want to lose too much, so you keep it in the bank. That's what hyperinflation causes. It makes your money. What's $100,000? It makes it worth $50,000. Look at me now. Overnight. Yeah. The more you print and print and print, they're not even borrowing it from China anymore, the United States. They're just printing it. Your covid check for $1400 everybody wants even the conservatives even the christians even the churchgoers even the trump lovers I want my $1400 understand it's counterfeited printed money that is destroying your country and it's ushering us towards being Venezuela where they're picking trash out of the back of trash trucks to eat the average person has lost 30 to 40 pounds in Venezuela because of what because of what Hyperinflation from printing, printing, printing money. It has to stop, Democrats. Sadly, remember, Democrats are evil. Republicans are cowards. You got some beta male like Ben Sass. All he cares about is bootlicking and butt-kissing Democrats so he can stay in power. Errol Weber tweet, There you go. Coca-Cola just fired him for being too white. (laughs) There you go. You know what we ought to do? Well, you know, I'll do a couple more here. All right. Washington Examiner tweet. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the entire country has paid the price for political leaders who ignored the science. Oh, really? What is the science exactly? Mass work. Mass work. Again, COVID particle 0.06 microns to 0.14 microns, the greatest mask on the planet. An N95 mask blocks 0.3 microns. Tell me how the science, the science works. N95 mask can't even block. a; It can only block a particle three times the size of the largest COVID-19 particle. That's what she says. Play it for me.
4: Uh, For nearly a year, we've been dealing and navigating and coping with this pandemic across the country. And this entire country has paid the price for political leaders who ignored the science. When well, it comes let's look
0: at to it back pandemic. to me, Aaron. Let's go right. Let's just rumble through these, fast paced here. Put that up, and we're gonna go quick. Let's check in with hospitalizations. Go right to the graph. Let's look at this. Here we go. Let's look at the science, huh? Jen Saki, Biden administration. Let's look at the science. Current hospitalizations per one million. Let's look at it. Iowa is there. There they are at their height. Their mask mandate on November 17th skyrocketed up the cliff. Mandate and restrictions lifted and look at it go downhill. There's the science. Mask mandate November 7th. They peaked it off. And mask mandate's lifted. It goes right on down. All right, next one. We're still on Iowa. Go to the next one, the science says. Okay, you got it. Science says. Uh, The science says behavior is what matters, which is why states with mandatory mass or partial mass requirements or low compliance all move in unison, peaking and dropping at the same time. In other words, you look at this. I want you to put up the graph, Aaron. So you have people with sometimes required mandatory and no restrictions. Everybody see it. Mandatory is in the mandatory mass mandatory science, mandatory science, sometimes science and no science Look who does the worst. <laughs> Sometimes required. Does the worst. In other words, it doesn't matter because you cannot stop a particle that's 0.06 to 0.14 microns with your mitigations. Next one up. The top four states. Oh, really? Jen Psaki. We've seen the results of politicians ignoring the science. Uh, hey, Jen? Jen? They're all in your party. The top four states in COVID mortality rates are all run by Democrats. All right, go to the next. We'll go to breaking 9-11. There you go. China, I just wanted to put this out there for everybody. China makes COVID-19 anal swab test mandatory for all foreigners. Rodney Howard Brown responded with this. There's a swab in my thingamabob. By Dr. Seuss. <laughs> there you go. All right, Cassandra tweet via Todd Starnes. What am I doing here? This is, I know this is old, but I just got play to it, play it for me. He's
1: getting on a plane. He told me last, he came in to see me last event. And representatives, uh, Shirley Sher- 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 Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli. Uh, uh, excuse me. Pinell. And uh, what am I doing
0: here? I'm going <laughs> to lose track me. Here. I put Raheem, Raheem Kassam up real quick. Joe Biden won't hold a presser. He's gone 43 days without holding a press conference. How long did Barack Obama wait? 10 days. How long did uh, Donald Trump wait? 15 days. And we're at day 43. Tomorrow will be 44 at least. Joe, unless I'm a day or two behind. 43 is being gracious. Joe Biden has not held a presser. Doesn't He took down the petition site on the website where you're allowed to like petition the government sort of on the White House website. That's gone. Deleted the White House comments page. Won't publish his schedule and refuses to hide and refuses to show his Zoom call visitor logs, his virtual visitor logs. That's the most transparent government allegedly in history right there. I had to, I wanted to get to that one. Go to that one Aaron. Good job. All right, here you go. Dr. Seuss is bad for kids, but this is okay. Back to Rodney Howard Brown's response. There's a swab in my thingamabob. There you go. (laughs) So there you have it. I guess we'll we'll call it a night right there. Listen, I love you guys. I appreciate you. YouTube has done a good job cutting my viewership. I'm looking at it about in half. We're about 48. We're usually closer to 100. Thank you so much on YouTube Some of you switched over from uh, Thank you so much on Facebook I mean some of you switched from YouTube to Facebook Thanks for hanging with me as As I've been banned off Facebook and YouTube At various times So thank you for sticking with me You want the truth, you want the gospel of Jesus Christ It is right here, right now Tom Lively Podcast, join with me I'll be back Saturday night Sum up the week At 8.30 I love you all, God bless you Have a good night.